Hi guys, welcome to Mindset Matters, where you get your weekly dose of self-help. I'm Laura. I'm Danielle. And we're here to help navigate you through your journey of self-improvement. Join us every Wednesday to discuss how to adapt a more positive mindset, strengthen your belief in manifestation, and open your mind to spirituality. Hope Hope you enjoy. Hi guys. Hi everyone. Welcome to another episode of Mindset Matters. So today we're going to be talking about healing your inner child. Very deep. Yeah, Mm. it is, definitely. (laughs) So for everyone that doesn't really know what an inner child is, we actually got up the like, you know, the exact definition. And to be honest, I was a bit like shocked about it myself. Um, So it says a person's supposed original or true self, especially when regarded as concealed in adulthood. Yeah, because we're concealing our true Mm. self when we grow up, which is very, very true. And I thought, because obviously when you're first born, that inner child of you then will get influenced throughout life through Mm -hmm. different things that will then create you as your adult self. Yeah. But also then these things that influence you when you are growing up and, you know, being a child when you're supposed to be learning and things like that, when things like trauma happen Uh that is then going to massively affect you later on in life yeah without you maybe even realizing no and that's when we then start concealing certain parts of ourselves because of trauma or things that we maybe even just see like happening to other people like so you try and keep yourself as safe as possible yeah that's so true and you know what as well um do you know when you think of like a baby coming out right um, coming up the room. <laughs> coming out, coming <laughs> out. But when the baby is like newborn, right? Oh, everyone just loves this baby. Everyone comes to visit the baby, and this baby is worthy, yeah. right? Yeah. As soon as that baby comes out of the womb, yeah. that baby is worthy. That baby doesn't have to do anything in order to be worthy. So why is it then when we grow up? that we start thinking that we're not worthy and like, oh, I'm less than because I haven't got this and, you know, I don't deserve that because I haven't got this. Whereas in reality, we were all babies once. <laughs> we were all just that baby who was loved and, you know, was just worthy. And then, but we didn't do nothing. It's just, just lie there. You lie there and do nothing when you're, at a, when you're a baby. And then you're an adult and you're trying so, so hard every day but you don't see yourself as, you know, as worthy as anymore. Worthy anymore. Yeah. yeah. I guess stripped of you. Yeah, literally. <laughs> stripped away. No, I've, I've, well, to be fair, I've actually known about, like, the inner child now for quite a while. Mm-hmm. But I don't even think I've, like, started properly my inner child healing journey myself. Yeah. Because, well, I've, you know, recently I've, like, read a lot about it, heard a lot about it, and... Well, yeah, it's a bit of an eye-opener, really, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's definitely the, something that everybody should do because we've all got an inner child. Um, we've all got an inner teen as well, which is something we could maybe talk about another time. Ooh, yes. um, but, yeah, like... I feel like I'm I'm sort of at stage one then. Okay. And I think stage one is when you learn maybe what inner child is yeah, and then start recognising certain maybe behaviors or feelings or Uh certain things that then you can link to your inner child yeah Mm -hmm. and you can kind of see what you yourself need healing yes Mm -hmm. so I'm not quite there yet where I'm you know on that healing full steam ahead Mm -hmm. but I'm finally recognizing 
oh, that's why I do this. Working out those triggers and... Yeah, yeah. massively. Mm -hmm. And I think, what I think is, I think when you're younger and you, you know, go through certain traumas, think about it like a little, I think I've said this before in a different analogy, but like Mm -hmm. a little hole in the heart. Yeah. And then when you grow up, rather than being whole and, you know, just getting added joy or fulfillment in your life you're especially for example in relationships you will then find someone who just fills that hole and then because of that you will then become attached to this person and not because you know they're your person they're you know it's true love but because they almost fulfill parts of you that weren't there love that do you know what i mean yeah and then, like you said the other day, so the, what happens in this when that person leaves, even if they wasn't the right person for you to begin with, because they filled this vo- this void in a way, they filled those holes, you feel lost, you know, a part of you is now gone, even if that person wasn't right. Um, and then that's where we're kind of setting on that path of unhealthy love then, isn't it? Yeah. Definitely. Because we're constantly looking for someone to fill our, instead of filling it up ourselves, we're searching for that in others because we haven't just gone back to basics and healed us from within so that we're whole on our own. And that's because, like you said, so because when someone comes in and fills them holes, if they leave, they're almost taking a, it feels like they're taking a part of you with them. Yeah. You know, you, you don't feel whole. You don't you feel you don't know who you are without them yeah mm-hmm. they they have almost imprinted themselves onto you know you've filled you know what i mean is it's, it like lyrics yeah i know, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? yeah. it's, it's mad it, yeah it is. and i think and i think that is where attachment you know well it is really that's where attachment cells come yeah. from is childhood trauma mm-hmm. yeah and i think when you realize that that's when you then can think right well rather than because this is one thing for me as well you know, I act in certain ways and maybe say in relationships that are because of maybe childhood trauma. But I don't want to hide behind that yeah. and sort of, you know, say like, oh, I'm like that because of this. No, I want to take some responsibility for that. I want to go within. I want to heal that trauma and I want to be a better person. Mm. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And that's the point, isn't it? As soon as you kind of take a step back and you recognize what your triggers are, what your fears are, where you kind of maybe let yourself down sometimes, then that's when you can start to work on it. If you're not aware, or maybe you are aware, but you just have no desire to work on it. Like you're always gonna be that way. And it's just, you know, there's there's no growth in that, is no. it? So at the end of the day, you should, you know, we need to be the best version of ourselves. By doing that, we are just gonna be so much more happy so because that's another thing as well if you don't heal these things and you go throughout your life like that you are going to be getting worse and worse oh worse you know what i mean yeah you're going to be getting you know maybe even more insecure you could be getting you know in relationships maybe more jealous you can you need to heal that stuff you You can't be acting like that and what the universe will do as well if you haven't healed something the universe will keep throwing it at you throwing it at you and throwing it at you until you finally heal and if you don't it will keep getting worse and worse because you're you might think you're repressing it but it's actually cooking up in your aura constantly 
and you, your soul wants to wants to heal wants to learn and wants to grow so that's why you might be thinking why do these things always happen to me but it keeps happening to you because you're not learning from your experience and you're not healing you're not doing the work so if you just do the work which might seem hard sometimes going back to childhood things and thinking you know why am I this way oh is it because of this sometimes that could be quite painful and I think that's why a lot of people will maybe put off doing inner child work but in reality in the long run you're making your life so much painful because you're just going to keep manifesting this painful stuff over and over again because it's hitting you in the face like come on woman let's do this you have literally smashed that on the head like I feel Thank like you very much Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> no I just feel like you're so right like at the end of the day if you are not learning your we come here to learn lessons yeah to be and that's how you be the best version of yourself mm-hmm. you know what I mean by learning these lessons going through you know these experiences and if you don't deal with them and actually do something about it it's going to get worse and worse and worse because the universe is being like hello yeah hello it's going to have to smack you in the face yeah. because you're not listening no recently right i've been getting loads and loads of fines right yeah i've been getting like parking fines speeding fines oh, we'll go, we'll go <laughs> fines. into it yeah, yeah. everything yeah but then what i'll do is is i i'm so forgetful and so avoidant that i'll just ignore them and then in the end i'm having to pay 500 pound for a 30 pound parking ticket mm-hmm. just and, and i am um, it's just a massive lesson for me. Just deal with it. Deal with it straight just away. Just deal with it. You mm-hmm. cannot it's hide. It's not going away. You cannot hide from these things. You can't bury your head in the sand and just hope that it'll all blow past you because it won't. Mm-hmm. In fact, it'll just bury you and you'll be lost in it and then it'll be even harder to get out. Yeah. So that this, yeah, a massive lesson for me. And the same with, like we said, in a child, like when you're um, maybe in relationships, you'll keep manifesting, like you say, that same person mm-hmm. until you learn the lesson of this is not good for you. Yeah. Um, so I seen this really good video on TikTok from a guy called Brian and I just absolutely loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was all about the sort of different wounds that you have when, you know, that are created maybe through trauma and then how that will then show later on in life. So first we have like the guilt wound. Okay, and now the person that has that, they're going to be feeling very sorry or feeling really bad all the time. You know, they don't like to ask for things. They Mm -hmm. tend to use guilt as manipulation. They're afraid to sort of set them boundaries Mm -hmm. and they normally attract people that actually make them feel guilty. See, so again, you're attracting someone who's who makes you feel guilty and that's happening because the universe is trying to get you to learn not so much learn the lesson but heal the wound we heal the wound so you keep bringing that person around again and again and again until you heal it and once you heal it the site you've broken the cycle that is exactly spot on so then the um next one was the neglect wound massive so this person is going to really struggle to let things go they're going to have really low self-esteem they're going to get angry easily they're going to struggle to say no they're going to really repress their emotions they fear being vulnerable and that person is really going to attract someone that just doesn't make them feel appreciated or seen mm-hmm. and it's crazy like how and i really kind of do sort of relate to this one a little bit and i just feel like the person who as a child has felt that sort of neglect mm-hmm. they probably had to act in ways when they were younger to sort of get this attention, attention yeah. almost 
do you know what I mean and then I feel like so later on in life you were then just gonna you'll have that same ten- tendencies yeah, to do that to mm-hmm. do that because that's how you've learned to get love and yeah to, and then so somehow you attract people that don't make you feel seen and that's just so it's because sad. yeah that's just so the sad pool. a child that's had so much neglect is then gonna just attract people that don't make them feel seen don't give them exactly what they need and mm-hmm. that's just so crazy and maybe the reason because of that is because the universe doesn't want to give you someone to fill holes no. they want to give they want you to heal that to yeah. have it for yourself mm-hmm. and then manifest the person that you know is going to add to you not yeah not fill. Com- yeah exactly yeah exactly and i think that's what we need to remember as well and this is why in a child in a child in a child healing is so important is we need to remember our inner inner child is who we are at the very very core so all of these things that shaped us to be who we were as a child um that you know our trauma that our beliefs what we feel about ourselves so whatever we've experienced as a child like doesn't go away you are going to bring it with you to adulthood so if you have had that experience where you've been neglected as a child you're going to believe deep down maybe i'm not worthy because if you've been neglected you haven't been shown that proper love you're not going to feel worthy so if up here and in your heart you're not feeling worthy you're never going to manifest or attract someone who sees you as worthy because mm. that's you don't believe it at your core it's not in your aura it's not in your field it's not what you're attracting in and it's linked to manifestation if you yeah, don't believe it's not going to be nope massive amazing next the one. next one this is this really hit, hit hard i can't lie the abandonment wound oh. yeah this person is gonna <laughs> feel left out they're gonna have fear of being left they're gonna hate being alone mm-hmm. usually codependent they threaten to leave yeah and they normally attract people that are emotionally unavailable me yeah so ding 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 literally we've got, we've got a winner oh my god literally. so my psychic actually told me on the phone um i had like a call with her and she said you have a massive fear of abandonment and i've definitely noticed over the last few years um i've got a lot better but everything you just read out is me like four years ago um i would do this with everyone as soon as i would start to get feelings for someone i would leave and that was because i was so scared of them leaving i would rather do it first um i even tried to do it in my current relationship a good two or three times um try to leave just because i couldn't deal with the the fear of getting hurt the fear of getting left so um yeah that was something i massively done and i constantly used to attract people who were emotionally unavailable which is again right okay what do we think that's about then so i think it's because a fear of abandonment then is obviously because you've been left in some type of way before right so if you've been left that person is no longer fulfilling your emotional needs are they they've taken it they've 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 gone so you can manifest someone into your life but they're not emotionally going to be there for you because you believe that everybody goes everybody abandons you so this person isn't going to be fully there wholehearted for you are they and also another thing is which is ma- massive for me mm-hmm. i so scared of commitment don't get in relationships and that's because in my head if i don't commit to you and i'm, I'm not with you then you, you can't, can't leave you me. can't leave me you yeah. can't leave me yeah and so that's all through my life why i've done that mm-hmm. and 
I hate being alone. Oh, I, it's just all so like. Yeah. And do you know what? The fear of abandonment is closely linked. Well, it's one of the main um, things of uh, borderline personality disorder. I used to think I had that. Yeah. In all honesty. Well, do you know what? Really, the thing is now. This is this could be a whole episode on its own because I have you know I have a lot of passion about this. You know, working in mental health and they, we could go on diagnosis. This yeah. is this is huge. You know, mm-hmm. what I mean, in itself. Yeah. But I'll give a little quick overview. Now, basically, what a personality disorder is, is a flawed personality due to trauma. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm sorry, that is just a normal process. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, there is going to be, like, um, you know, clinical levels that do go past the norm then. But at the end of the day, if you have suffered trauma, you are then going to act in ways that are not healthy, that mm-hmm. are not... Hmm, do you know what I mean? Yeah. You yeah. are going to act in these ways. But what upsets me and annoys me, rather than explaining that to people and explaining, look, you have some work to do on yourself. You mm-hmm. need to go in and heal. Come on now. You need to boost your self-love. You need to heal yourself, blah, blah, blah. They just label them with a personality, personality disorder. disorder. Mm-hmm. And then they go through their whole life. Oh, I just act like this because I got a personality exactly. disorder. Yeah. When in reality, when if it... you just healed the trauma, you wouldn't act like that anymore. Because I can tell you now that all those points on there fear of being alone um you know threatening to leave like I don't do that stuff anymore I actually really enjoy being alone now and when I started to enjoy being alone was when I really realized wow I've definitely healed because I couldn't be on my own before not even for like 10 minutes so and now I love it so I'm like it just shows your growth yeah so and I just had a thought then the fear of abandonment as well, like abandonment could be someone actually physically leaving, but it could also be someone just emotionally pulling away from you. They could still be with you physically, but emotionally they've checked out. That's so true. Isn't it? Yeah, that's so it's true. It's just as bad. It is just as bad. In in a sense, it's, it's, it's more it's painful. sometimes, yeah. Yeah, because... because you have to see this person in front of you. You want them so bad. You love them, but they're just not even there. Mm-hmm. They're not even the same person. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's awful. Yeah. And it just increases that, you know, fear. They are going to leave. They're going to leave, Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Um, that's not good. So the way trauma links to a, a personality disorder then, because there's many personality disorders, but let's just take borderline personality disorder as an example. Mm-hmm. Um, so if a child or a person experiences trauma, they can then form an anxious attachment style. Okay. And in specifically here, we're going to talk about abuse um, and abandonment. So if someone experiences that, um, they are then going to maybe a, a create an attachment style. If that abuse um, or abandonment or trauma continues or is very very severe mm-hmm. that's when you can l- look at your sort of personality disorders okay do you know what I mean yeah and I guess maybe that could be a, a, a spectrum of behaviors yeah do you know what I mean so you could have someone who's maybe um has a fear of abandonment but you know they um they have a fear of abandonment and they do have this you know maybe anxious attachment style but they're not <sighs> as severe then as someone who would have a personality disorder their traits would be a bit more extreme a bit more intense and to be honest with you looking back I feel like I feel like I have been in them places do you know what I mean and I'll be honest is I feel like a personality disorder diagnosis is a very difficult one to get given because it's so stigmatized 
you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But we need to start realizing that actually what that is, is unhealed trauma. It doesn't define you. You can heal that. You can change. And you don't have to be like that forever. No. And that's the thing, isn't it? I think a lot of people um, act this way. They act out. They do these things. They don't treat people um, you know, the way they should or they can lash out and they have this kind of outlook of, you know, it's just the way I am. I've always been like this. You know, no, it doesn't have to be that way. You can work on yourself and you can change it. You can heal your triggers, um, but you have to put the work in. And it's not, and, and at the end of the day, you've got to recognise it. I think that's when it becomes very narcissistic is when you're not even recognising. Like you said, I've looked back and I've seen, do you know what? I have been a bit like that. And that's reflection and that's a good thing. But there are some people who do absolutely no reflection. And I think that is kind of what makes them a bit of a narcissist. To be honest with you, though, I think that is step one, you know, in any sort of recovery, healing mm-hmm. is recognition. Yeah, yeah. You've got to recognize the problems first before you can attend Work them. And that's yeah. obvious. You need to know what it is so that you can work on it yeah 100%. and that's why i think this explanation is really good because you can think oh right these points really resonate with me so maybe that's what my wound um, is. that's what my wound is yeah like me and you really resonated with the wound um the fear of abandonment yeah massively um so yeah hopefully you listening can resonate with well, sam yeah and then can kind of reflect on yourself and be like right maybe this that is actually something that i do and that's something that i definitely feel and then you can start to work on them from there and do you know what it's not just about being a better person now don't get me wrong it is you mm-hmm. know being a good person and being good to other people is a, a mad priority yeah but also you are going to feel so oh much better gosh, yeah. you know it's not a nice feeling feeling insecure unloved unworthy all these horrible things mm-hmm. but it's also not nice with all the guilt that comes after when you do act in these you know certain ways do you know what i mean yeah. you need to heal yourself you need to you know you deserve it yeah you deserve to feel happy and loved and worthy but for yourself give it to yourself so then when someone else gives it to you it's an even bigger you know what i mean it's not just to fill in a hole it's, it's a whole new experience yeah and there's that, actually oh sorry go no, on. no i was just gonna say like that is the point isn't it it's all to make you feel better because you know when you are being triggered and when you are having these moments of jealousy of you know lashing out of sabotaging your relationships and maybe leaving because you fear that they'll leave so you do a lot of self-sabotaging you don't feel good in their moments feel awful so the whole point is for you to stop feeling like that. Exactly. You're not going to feel like that anymore if you heal these wounds. And also they say, you know, if you if you are feeling good, that is just going to shine from you. You are then going to be acting a lot better. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, if you're acting in negative ways, you're probably feeling quite negative. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because it's life is almost like a reflection. If you feel down, you are going to reflect that. You are going to be probably more moody and more, you know, things like that. Because and you don't. Things are going to happen to you because if you're in a negative state, mindset, you're going to attract negative stuff. And unfortunately, if you go round your and you know, it's it's so sad because these people that are feeling depressed, anxious, you know, it's so sad because they're walking around worrying about and all these things. But then that's manifesting all these bad things yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. And that's a penny dropping. You need to realize. And, and it's not easy because con- 
thoughts are not easy to control. But when you manage to change that mindset and make sure that you do focus on the positive, so many more positive things happen. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. we've experienced it. Like, it's so true. No, it is. It is true. Like, when I was in a bad phase of my life, I just had shit after shit after shit happening to me. And that's when you get into that state of, like, oh, my God, like, you think the universe is against you, but it's not. You're just radiating out a negative energy and the universe is a mirror what you put out is what you'll get back so we heal those wounds we get ourselves in a more positive mindset we're radiating a more positive energy you can have good stuff come back to you and also if anything does bad happen you are going to be able to accept that so much mm. better and it's not even going to affect you in like the you, same way it would before you know when you're in like the really bad mood from like the minute you wake up and everything just is you know everything is just everything is just annoying you yeah. you know and getting worse and worse to the point it's so frustrating like you, you know if your car doesn't start if there's no milk left everything will just annoy you mm-hmm. whereas if you were in a much better positive mindset then things just become just a lot minor yeah. and you can just accept them a lot easier yeah. and it's not easy i'm not you yeah know, we can say this now but we yeah. you know we've had to put in a lot of work to mm-hmm. be able to have this more positive mindset yeah it takes a lot of work it takes a lot of practice but it's so doable yeah yeah so doable, doable. And so worth it worth it so there is one more wound you as well this linked so this is the trust wound so this person is going to be very very afraid to be hurt they don't even trust themselves they find ways not to trust people they feel very insecure they need a, a lot of external validation they don't feel safe and then are going to attract people, again, that don't make them feel safe. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I think I resonate with quite a lot of these. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, we do. But at the end of the day, that's just more guidance on where what we need to do yeah. to heal ourselves yeah. and to stop feeling these ways. You know, when I look at these and I think, oh my gosh, like that is so how I act. And I'm like, that's ama- not amazing, but right, that's why I need to work on them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I have massive trust issues. Oh, wow. They're huge. <laughs> They're so big. And I th- it's, it's sad because it's, it's sabotaged my relationships. Like, I've had such amazing relationships. And this, do you know what? Um, boyfriend and friends, like, I've had such good relationships that have been ruined through my trust issues. And it's, it's, it's gutting. It's so gutting to look back and think, you know, could have things been different if I just trusted people that clearly loved me yeah do you know, but what, you know I mean? what that you've got to think of it as well though as you attracted those people in to teach you the lesson of i need to trust because if those situations never happened to you you might not have never got to this point and thought do you know what i recognize i've actually got some massive trust issues if you weren't shown that you might have never known it so once you work on that and you heal that wound you're only now going to manifest people that you can trust you know that's so true and another thing like we were saying before at the end of the day if I hadn't have had these experiences maybe I wouldn't have recognized them and like we said before step one is recognition Mm -hmm. so we are going to go through things in life that are hard we may lose people that we love but we have to take them for lessons yeah and we need to use that to heal these wounds so then you know the next friends and um, relationships that you have hopefully you won't feel these ways and you yeah. will have you know and that's be a lot people, better yeah that's what people need to realize as well is um you know when people are maybe a little bit um suspicious or a bit um 
what is the word like not truly believing in manifestation or just the universe in general having your back a higher power that has your back because they're like oh well then why would this happen and why would that happen no you need to take a step back and really look at the bad things that's happened in your life and thought right what did I learn from that how did I grow from that like because that happened where did I then end up like everything happens for a reason and everything is trying to give you a lesson like just because there's a higher power and the universe has your back doesn't mean your life is going to be like rainbows and daisies shit is going to happen but it's all to make you grow and learn because if everything was good all the time there's no duality anyway so you can't fully appreciate or experience the good because you're not having any bad to give you those good times you know one thing i will say is like there's some absolutely messed up things Mm -hmm. that happen to people in this world and i just want to say that none of these people you know they don't deserve no it's not to say you deserve no no one deserves these things and some things are just so unexplainable like i feel so empathetic for people that go through you know these certain things um but i do think that you know obviously this is a little bit deep for me to say but my sort of a belief of it then is that earth is kind of like a learning planet and we come here to really learn our lessons and to then become something higher so if you're getting dealt a really crap delta card maybe it means that you know these lessons that you're going to learn are going to mean that you are in your next life or even within this life are going to be so powerful so strong so Mm -hmm. amazing you know any bad thing that has happened to you you utilize that to create strength you know and they always say the people that go have the hardest lives they usually are the strongest the universe will never throw you something that it doesn't know you can't handle so sometimes when things happen don't get me wrong your initial thought might be i can't deal with this i can't handle this but you wouldn't have been dealt those cards unless the universe knew they can deal with it that's why you've been dealt it you know and it is true so the strongest people are the people who have had a life yeah. like you know they've had it rough. one thing i will say as well in the modern day that we live in it's really sad because you know these bad things that are happening to a lot of people or you know life in general we are really struggling to deal you know it's it's becoming very hard and i don't want people to listen to this and think oh my gosh they just think that you know very wishy-washy you know we don't want to take away you know what people have been through we yeah. don't want to you know minimize any of this because you know i can't even imagine what a lot of people go through do you mm-hmm. know what i mean everyone's feelings is valid yeah. and it's not to say you have to be um it, it's, it, it's, it's not to say as well even if you're in um if something really really awful has happened to you it's not because you manifested that no you know? not always yeah no, it no. doesn't always work like that like i said sometimes you dealt a shit set of cards and, and life is just... and it, you know you might not be able to explain it um but yeah, like we said, the, the universe won't give you anything that you can't handle. And it will make you a stronger person. Um, and you don't know why, until your life starts to go on a bit, that's when you start to get gain a little bit more understanding as to why this thing happened to you. Mm. Or maybe, to be honest, there'll be some things that are just never explainable. Yeah. There's some things that happen to people and it's like, no one deserves that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it is just awful. But we want to know that, you know, find that strength within you to deal with it because, you know, you can do it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can do this. I know it, it, it gets unbearably hard, but you can do it. Yeah. 
And what I want to mention as well, because I don't want to forget to mention this, is the really good tip of finding a picture of yourself from when you were younger. Because a lot of people do struggle to connect with that inner child. I know this is something that you've mentioned before. Um, so finding a photo of yourself when you are younger, um, putting it on your mirror, on your dressing table, in your bathroom when you brush your teeth in the morning, just somewhere where you're going to see it every morning when you wake up, just as a little reminder of when you are being unkind to yourself, when you're being hard on yourself, like you are speaking to that person, you are speaking to that child, and you would never speak to a child that way. Um, and that child is still inside you. So let's just remember and who I we're think, talking to. I think that's massive on inner child healing is just rem- reminding yourself, like, would you speak to her like that? Mm-hmm. Don't speak to yourself in negative ways. Like it just manifests within yourself and all these little insecurities you're feeling that that, that you're worthless, that you're not worth, worthy of love, that, you know, you're even just things about your appearance, anything like that. A lot of that is coming from that inner child. Yeah. And like, you wouldn't want to say that to any of them. You would want to say the opposite. And what I will say, Dan, is, you know, this episode's all about like, you know, healing the inner child. But obviously we've spoken so much about just step one. Mm-hmm. I think step one really, guys, on healing the inner child is just recognition. Yeah. Do some research, find out what your wounds are, yeah. identify with them, yeah. you know, do and just identifying as well, maybe certain feelings and behaviors that you have to these wounds. Yeah. Just is massive. That yeah. is step one. Like your triggers as well, isn't it? You know, really think about what what is it that makes you you know angry sad think about what those triggers are yeah massively and I think there's there's loads of little things then tips about healing the inner child so like for example I've seen one girl saying that she um pictured herself a time when she was a child and she felt really sad and lonely and whatever else and she wrote a letter to her um within this mindset to her older self you know how she was feeling you know all these negative emotions and then you read this letter and you as your higher self then replies gives it all that validation you know that you never had but you clearly need now when I read that seen this video I felt like very uncomfortable I feel like I don't know if I would be able to do that but then actually like when I listened to it all through I thought actually that would probably be so beneficial because you're the only person who can soothe and heal your inner child so that is a really really good idea yeah and I think and I think just getting in that mindset of you know where are the okay then where are these emotions coming from you know how was I feeling back when I was younger do you know what I mean yeah um massively yeah I think there's going to be a lot more to say on this, to be honest with you. And I think due to the fact that we're only both just starting this journey, I think this is going to have to continue. Definitely. We're going to have to, because I feel like, I feel like me and you have completed, not completed. I won't, I won't say completed, but we have, we've, we're heavily in step one, you know, we've really got to that recognizing, um, you know, identifying we've really done that. So that's maybe why we've been able to, you know, give so much emotion towards that I just had a thing even come to me as well though oh my gosh oh my god I know crazy so I've just had this thought right when I was younger I was like it's actually quite funny I was never fat right I was never fat when I was younger but I'm like a bit of a fatty right and I remember going swimming and this guy this what boy he was only a little boy um, and I got out the pool and I must have been about I don't know eight maybe and I got out this pool and he called me fat and he was like look she's breathing in and I was only eight years old and I was like I think I was trying to suck in my belly and what we do as children like that is 
if something makes us feel bad as a child that is when we bury it um because it's our first kind of encounters with trauma and of course we don't want to feel that way so our body automatically stores it right but even though you stored it like that memory has just come back to me i can't tell you the last time i've that's even popped into my mind right um but then you go through life with this subconscious belief that you're fat right from this one instance this maybe happened this made you feel some type of way so when i lost quite a lot of weight um an unhealthy amount of weight as well and in reality I can look back at photos and now and be like I really wasn't looking good you know I was looking unhealthy um but a lot of people would come up to me and say to me you know are you okay are you eating um you know you look really skinny you look and, and it was constant I got it from everyone I got it from work I got it from family um I got it from friends uh, but there was a part of me that felt validated because my subconscious belief was that I was fat and now all of a sudden I've got all these people worrying about me that I'm too skinny so you're getting this validation you know and maybe that was validation for my inner child in an unhealthy way and um, but it was feeding into this thing of I'm skinny you know yeah um and that can just be things that you know it, it can be things like that too so like we were saying with those fears earlier of um of the abandonment let's try and think back to the childhood of right who abandoned me who made me feel this way and what happened because when you actually then think deep into it a memory might come up that you could totally forgot about but because you're doing that work now you're actively doing that work you could have someone come back to you and think yeah that's the first time I felt like that and that is now why I've brought it with me all through my, my life, life. Yeah. You need to think back to the memories and, and, and it will be hard because the the, the reason it's hard, our, our body have stored it away for so many years because it's too horrible to think about. And it's not gonna be nice, it's not gonna be easy. Um, but you know, when you do when it comes when these memories come to you, you know, sit with them. If it's too hard, have some time off. But please do always go back to them because that is how you are gonna heal. Do you know what as well as well? Um what's amazing for that is like trauma release um yoga trauma release therapy yeah i've yeah. not actually done that yet but i'm really intrigued because there's all these movements there's even simple movements that i've seen on tiktok and stuff that help release these traumas that are apparently in your hips women, especially for women. women store trauma in our hips hula hooping is amazing getting it out. and also at the end of my meditation sessions when i'm cross-legged i um just start to move my hips round and round and round um, because that is where as women we do um we hold our trauma in our hips so that's if you move and you're you know you're releasing it that's amazing yeah. but it's, it's so mad isn't it like as children how heavily influenced we are by these comments do you know what i mean yeah, like when you said that it massively resonated me because i felt like you know throughout my life i've my life has been so heavily re revolved around fitness and losing weight and you know things like that in school I hated PE yeah. I was the you know the girl at the back with the asthma pump like <laughs> I, I hated PE yeah. but now I'm like a fitness fanatic yeah. and even though I love that now and that is you know my life yeah that has come from just the fixation of me thinking I was fat yeah because when I was like 14 yeah. like an absolute child yeah I was a bit chubby yeah, yeah but I remember when I was in then I was in sixth form and I lost a lot of weight um, not a lot of weight actually but I did lose quite a bit of weight and I came into school and one of the boys looked at me from the year above and he was one of the boys that people fancied and he said oh I'm, 
I thought I was shocked when I seen that photo of you and I was like, oh, and he's like, oh, well, I thought you were fat. And I actually like appreciated Appreciate, that comment. Yeah, had massive validation from it. But yeah. then all that actually then though was affirmed also oh, I was fat. Right, yeah. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. So then, oh, this is how I need to look then. This is how I look good. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So then and that that comment that he made has always stuck with me. Mm-hmm. And that's just so crazy, isn't it? I was such a one off comment can have such can a stay with you. Yeah, and yeah. just can have that huge impact. I mean I'm glad I'm glad it has. I'm, yeah, I'm where I'm I want to be. Yeah. But yeah. then there we go. Do you know yeah. what I mean? You know, something that I've gone through, you know, body dysmorphia, you know you know maybe negative mental health regarding this mm-hmm. I've, I'm getting through that I'm getting over it. I'm yeah. finally you know maintaining healthy weights I'm finally you know doing it in a healthy way I'm finally having it as a motivation and something to make me feel better and mm-hmm. I like doing it do you know what I mean yeah I've yeah. found the positive through it yeah you know yeah well I definitely think this needs a part two. Oh, it definitely does 100%. there's no doubt about it 100%. so we're not sure when we'll who knows when maybe it'll be next week maybe yeah. it'll be in a few weeks but definitely yeah. in a child part two yeah i think um maybe me and danielle will go away now and sort of yeah, take our own t- advice maybe let's find some more um tips and let's let's find things that are gonna help us heal these wounds that we've discovered and then hopefully we'll be find things that kind of have been working for us and then we can share exactly exactly amazing right thank you so so much for listening guys and we'll see you soon thank you so much bye bye